Hello and welcome to the All That Jazz podcast. I'm Jazz Jervis, your host, founder of The Calm Compound, coach, wife, mum, and absolute advocate for living a high vibe and abundant life. This podcast is designed to give you the tools, the tips, the habits, the knowledge, and the lols to get you taking inspired action to living your life by design. One that sees you achieving, manifesting, aligning, and cultivating everything it is that you want without having to sacrifice the good stuff. So let's dive in. Hello and welcome to another episode of the All That Jazz podcast. This episode is actually the audio from a live training that I did inside my membership, The Calm Society, doors are opening at the end of this month, all about habits. And the reason why I wanted to record this short live for my incredible members is because I think it's important to know that you are not your habits. Whether you are able to break a habit or not is actually not a reflection of your character. And I think this is a really massive mic drop moment for a lot of people, especially women. So I did this short training. It has just been so profound for so many of our members. And so I really wanted to share it with you guys now. Also, don't forget, if you haven't seen it already, I am running a four-day self-doubt to certainty series, which is a four-day live stream series to help you go from feeling fearful and frustrated to finding your flow. Now, this starts on Monday, the 16th of March, and it's really just about how to go from saying, I'll start tomorrow, I'll start this tomorrow, I'll start this on Monday, to actually implementing the habits that you need to stop second-guessing yourself and living in fear and that scarcity mindset. We're going to cover loads of amazing things. So make sure you head to www.thecalmcompound.com.au forward slash challenge to register. Enjoy this episode. Hello, everyone. I am doing a little impromptu, a little spontaneous live video on habits. I have had a crazy Monday, excuse the crazy hair, but hubby has taken over and I wanted to jump in and talk to you about this because I think it's really important, especially given one of the most recent threads in the group, which is about habits. And it's about, you know, one of the things that was mentioned in the thread was I wanted to do X, Y, Z, I haven't done them. Is it lack of motivation? Is it lack of discipline? And I am here to tell you, it is neither. And so I wanted to jump in here. I'm going to try and keep it to 10 minutes. You guys know I love to chat about things that are very important to me. But I'm going to try and keep it to 10 minutes because I'm super respective of your time. It is a Friday evening after all. But I want to talk to you about habits. And I want to talk to you about why you are not your habits. Okay, so I want to I want to preface this entire live and make it really clear before I start that you are not your habits. And I'm jumping in here because I'm loving the current thread about habits. And habits is one of the most, like, I am so passionate about this topic and it really is the basis upon which the current society exists is all of the incredible ways that we can manage our energy and therefore inadvertently manage our time 
be more energized with things that matter, listen to our intuition, know our body, be in tune with our body. Like habits is the underlying currency of all of those things. Okay. Now, it is not through lack of motivation or laziness or lack of discipline that you are not breaking the habits that you want to break. You are not lazy. It's not about motivation. It's actually about science. You are not your habits, and I'm about to tell you why. So there's been lots of studies done, um, one in particular which says that up to 95% of every single decision that we make is already determined by the brain. So even when you think that you are consciously thinking through a decision and ultimately making a decision, in fact, your brain has already made that decision for you. So that kind of means that what we do on a daily basis, up to 95% of it is habit. And so the reason why it's actually so hard to break habits is we use a part of our brain that is really not designed to break the habit. Okay. So people talk about changing their mindset. Speak positively, change your mindset and you'll change your habits. But changing your mindset doesn't work at the level we need it to work when it comes to habits. Okay. You know, on Monday, I'll do that course, I'll go on a diet, I'll start moving my body, I'll stop second guessing myself, I'll start meditating, all those things. If you change your mindset, you'll be able to do it. I'm here to tell you I've been calling BS. No. Changing our mindset alone is not going to change our habits. Because habits are constructs of the brain. Like it's it's not analytical thought. It just happens. Like if you think back, for example, what did you do this morning when you got up? Did you get up and actually think to yourself, oh, what should I do first? How do I put my feet on the ground? Do I get dressed? Do I go to the kitchen? Do I make my coffee? Like everything just happens automatically, right? Like our brain does it for us. Imagine how complicated our life would be if we had to think about all of those tiny tasks that we do every day habitually. Imagine if we had to actually think about it. Like nightmare, right? Nightmare. So if 95% of the decisions we make and the things we do on a day-to-day basis is habits, like, what can we do about that? If there's habits that you're wanting to break or new habits that you want to create, I'm here to tell you that if you want different outcomes, we have to have different habits. And if you're not getting what you want in life, your habits currently aren't supporting the outcomes that you want. Okay? So why is it not working? Why have you not been able to break those bad habits? Okay? Maybe you're just doing the whole positive self-talk thing. That's all the left-hand side of the brain. I'm not going to get all complicated because, to be honest, like it is complicated. But what I know is the left side of the brain is the positive self-talk side. That's the thinking part. Okay. Our habits, however, are driven by a different side of our brain, which is the reptilian brain. So there's three different kinds. There's the prefrontal cortex, which is the front of our brain. That's where we think about things. Then we've got the limbic system, which you may have um, heard me talk about before because that's the emotional center. That's why essential oils are so powerful when we're using them aromatically because when they enter the limbic system of our brain, it triggers not only how we respond emotionally but also our memories. And then we've got the reptilian. The reptilian part of the brain is where our habits live, and that is like safety, survival, 
keeping our heart beating, fight or flight, all of those things. And that's where our habits are housed. So everyone tries to tackle habits from that prefrontal cortex side, that thinking part of our brain, that positive positive thinking, positive affirmations, positive self-talk. Whereas like the reptilian part, which actually houses our habits, those habits are there because back in the day, there were saber-toothed tigers that were like out there to kill us. And the reptilian part of the brain is like the fight or flight. It's that keeping us alive, making itself. So to the reptilian part of our brain, all the habits that are in there are just habits. It doesn't actually distinguish what's, what's a good habit and what's a bad habit. It's the prefrontal part of our brain, that thinking part, that's actually telling you that that habit is bad. For example, like, you know, not exercising, you know, the reptilian part of the brain, like that habit of not, not moving your body every day is just a habit. It, it doesn't care whether it's bad or not because according to the reptilian part of the brain, that's what's keeping us alive. It's survival. You know, drinking soft drink is bad. That's your thinking part telling you that it's bad. The reptilian part of the brain is just like, well, I drink soda because it keeps me alive. So can you start to see how you get into this like brain battle, this habit battle, this back and forth between your thinking part, which is telling yourself that it's bad, I need to do this, you need to be better, I'm not disciplined, I'm not motivated, why am I so shit? All of these negative thought patterns but your reptilian part of the brain is just like, no. That part of the brain is what is what wins every day of the week because it's protecting you from, you know, lions and tigers, which was very relevant many, many years ago, not so relevant now. Okay? It thinks that every habit you have is saving your life and necessary for your survival, even if the habit is checking Instagram a million times a day, checking Facebook a million times a day, Drinking soda, second-guessing yourself, whatever the habit is, it's driven by urgent emotions. And it's so much stronger than the thinking part of our brain. So then we get into that negative cycle that I just mentioned. We tell ourselves we have no willpower. We wonder if it's motivation or, you know, lack of skill or I'm not strong enough. I don't have a strong enough mindset, all these things. And then we collapse. We're back into that old habit and the reptilian brain is like, yes, I told you we needed this for survival. We needed this Coke for survival. We needed to stay in bed and not exercise for survival. It doesn't have anything to do with you. We personalize the habit and we tell ourselves that we're weak or, you know, we're not strong or we don't have the willpower or we don't have the desire or this, 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 this and this. I don't have the help to be able to do it, blah, blah, blah. We personalize it. But a habit is just a function of the brain. Like, you are not your habits. It has zero, zero to do with your character. Like, would you, for example, you set your, your alarm on your phone or on your alarm clock or whatever it is and it goes off in the morning, do you check that personally? No, because it's just doing what it's meant to be doing. It's the same thing with your habits because the reptilian part of the brain is, is exercising its function. It's just meant to happen. So this is why your willpower and your affirmations and your positive self-talk and all the good stuff, which is great, don't get me wrong, it's great, but it's not going to work to break a habit because your willpower and your, that thinking part of your brain is also like a finite resource. Like it runs down. It's like, you know, you charge your phone in the morning or maybe you charge it overnight and, you know, it's full battery at the start of the day. And by the end of the day, it's, you know, if you haven't charged it at work or you haven't charged it throughout the day, like it's maybe it's already dead. It's the same thing. 
with our willpower. It's a finite resource. So think about a habit you've been trying to break. Maybe it's like the second guessing. Maybe it's, you know, like enrolling in that course. You, you know, you procrastinate, you're putting it off. Maybe it's not exercising. Maybe it's drinking Coke. Maybe it's eating bad. Whatever it is. Whatever it is. Think about a habit you've been trying to break. And then think about like the voice relative to that habit. How much do you talk to yourself about, you know, I want to do this. Oh, but you know, I'm tired. I need to rest. I'll start tomorrow. I want to do this. Oh, but it's a special occasion. I'll start next week. Think about what the habit voice is in relation to the habit that you need to try to break. So the job of this voice is to get you to do this behavior, that bad habit, because it thinks it needs to do it for survival. So you have to learn how to manage that habit voice and that dialogue with the reptilian part of the brain and with like self-talk and positive affirmation, like it's not going to work, okay? So how do we do it? What do we want to do? What, how do we actually break those bad habits? So if you have, you know, the, that habit voice that's saying, for example, like have, have the coffee. I don't have the coffee. Say you want a good coffee. Have the coffee, but you keep ignoring it. You're fighting with it. You're actually keeping the habit alive because you're just ignoring it. You're suppressing it. But remember what I said earlier, the reptilian side of the brain will always be. Whereas if you dismiss it and you say to yourself, coffee is a thing of the past. That does not exist for me. And you're dismissing it. And then you move your attention to something else. The habit and the urge goes away much quicker. Now, I'm not saying that, you know, if you're wanting to quit something that you've had every day for the past 25 years or something like that, that it's going to go away like that. I am not saying that at all. But we want to avoid getting into that brain battle that I was talking about earlier, that thinking part of our brain saying to the reptilian part, no, don't do this, you know, that's bad. Drinking coffee is bad because it affects X, Y, Z. You know, maybe your doctor told you that, you know, whatever, whatever the case may be. We want to get out of that brain battle because remember what I said, what part of the brain is going to win every day of the week? The reptilian part of the brain. So we don't want to ignore it. We don't want to get into the this or that type thinking. We want to dismiss it and tell ourselves that's the jazz of the past. I quit today. It doesn't exist for me. It's the thing of the past. And then just move your attention. Because at the end of the day, we cannot want what we are not thinking about. I'm going to leave that with you again. We cannot want what we are not thinking about. So when you have an urge, dismiss it. You can even like verbally say it, verbally articulate, I am quitting today. This is a thing of the past. This doesn't exist for me. And then go and do something else. Completely divert your attention away. Don't get into the brain battle because you will lose every time. The reptilian part of the brain is designed to keep us alive. I hope this makes sense. And the reason why I really wanted to do this really short live is because we, we personalize it. We are not our habits. If there's been something that you want to quit for a really long time, we've been wanting to implement and it is not happening. It is not you. It is not a reflection on your character at all. And the sooner we realize this, the better and the faster we can get rid of those habits.
Okay. Okay, question. Have you heard of temporal tapping? Yes. Tapping is amazing for this. Really helps me with this. Only habit I'm really struggling to change is as good as my intentions are to get up at 5 a.m., I end up snoozing until my kids wake up. Yeah. And this is where something like um, the five-second rule is so effective. You know, the Mel Robbins five-second rule where it's five, four, three, two, one, and I'm up. Or whatever it is that you're putting off doing because it diverts your attention. It gets yourself, gets, and I don't actually know if she mentions this in the book about the the different parts of the brain. I don't think she does. I can't remember. Um, but that's why the five-second rule is so effective. And I've, I've, I've spoken about it in masterclasses before because it's diverting your attention because we it's the brain battle. It's, oh, should I get up? Oh, no, I'll hit snooze. Like, it's that brain battle. And the reptilian part of your brain is saying to you that you need to snooze until your kids wake up because that is how you survive. That's what the reptilian part of your brain is, is telling you. Whereas the thinking part of your brain is like, you know, I want to get up at 5 a.m. So, you know, how, like, why do you need to get up at 5 a.m.? Do you have to get up at 5 a.m.? But it's not important, don't. If you don't feel like you need to, don't. Because the sooner you can let go of that as well, the sooner you can let go of that expectation that you should be getting up at 5 a.m., like, you're not going to kick yourself anymore, are you? But if you do really want to get up at 5 a.m. and that's important to you, then maybe the five-second rule is something you could try. But I would get into the habit of saying, get into the habit, lol. Um, that's not the best phrase to use. But, you know, I would be saying, snoozing until my kids wake up, think of the past. I quit that today. Tomorrow that's not happening. Because if the alarm goes off and you get in that brain battle of should I get up or should I not get up, it's it's very, very difficult to break. I want some peace slash me time before the craziness. Yes, I feel you. I feel you. Start with little increments. Like if you're getting up at 7 now, don't set your alarm for 5 a.m. Set it for 6.45 and then set it for 6.40 and then set it for 6.20 or something like that. Okay, so I would love for you all to comment on this video a habit that you are trying to break. Let's work through this. You are not your habits. It is not a reflection of your character at all. This is science. It is the way our brain works. It's the way our brain protects us. But the good news is we can break those habits when we know how. So comment, let me know what the habits are that you are trying to break and I will jump back in here a little bit later and we can have a chat about it. Happy Friday, everyone. Have a beautiful evening. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the All That Jazz podcast. Don't forget, if you haven't registered, for my four-day self-doubt to certainty series, which is a four-day live stream series to help you go from feeling fearful and frustrated to finding your flow, please do so. It's going to be epic. There are so many amazing things that I am going to cover and I'm going to take you through my step-by-step process that I've used to get in tune with my body, reduce fatigue, have more energy, vanish the chaos at home, and really what helped me go from second-guessing Sally to being a purposeful patty and leading a business that I absolutely love. So join in, head to www.thecalmcompound.com.au forward slash challenge, and I will see you on Monday night, the 16th of March. Thanks for joining us this week on the All That Jazz podcast. 
Make sure you visit our website, www.thecalmcompound.com.au, where you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you found value in this episode, we'd appreciate a review and or a rating on iTunes. Or if you just want to tell a friend about the show, that's great too. It all counts. If you liked this episode and want to deep dive on this particular topic, then you might want to check out my coaching options. Just head to my website, click on work with me and follow the prompts. Thanks again for listening. And I hope this episode has inspired you to take some spiritually aligned action in the direction of your best life. Thanks guys.